0: Welcome to the Autobahn Country Club Podcast, where your host, club member John Graybeal, opens the doors to America's premier auto sports club.
1: Now, here's John. Good morning, Mark McFarland.
2: Wow, are we on like, it sounds like we're on NPR. Good morning.
1: Today's... Uh, welcome to the... Uh... Producer Jen. Mark McFarlane. Welcome thanks for joining me on this intro to the Audubon Country Club podcast.
2: Well I'm I'm welcome to be I'm glad to be welcomed. How is Florida today, John?
1: Um I am in Florida and it is like I'm sorry, but every day that we've been here it's the same. It's like starts out at seventy and goes to seventy five and the sun shines and it's uh
2: that sounds kinda of boring. kinda of just dreams. you know
1: Not for much longer. Unlike here,
2: that we have excitement every day.
1: Here, as in you are in Illinois. Yes. There's no noise in Illinois.
2: Oh, there's a lot of noise.
1: Um, Yeah, we'll be back at our farm here in about eight days, nine days, ten days. And the
2: track opens, oddly enough, in eight days from what we're recording this today.
1: Opens April 1st. That's right. Yep. Yep.
2: Who will be the first person on the track? Any bets?
1: Who will be? That's a good question. My son would like to be the first person. He's dying one year to be the first person on the track. We will not make it this year.
2: And why is that, John?
1: We have elected to spend more time in 75 degrees, sunny weather (laughs) before we come home. Instead
2: of 46 degree rainy weather? That's right. That could drop down to 22 in seven seconds from now, because Mother Nature's (laughs) bipolar.
1: (laughs) Welcoming on uh, this week's podcast for the Audubon Country Club, Craig Cunningham is the Chief Operating Officer and General Manager of the Audubon Country Club. He's available to be reached at craig.cunningham at auduboncc.com. Also joining us, Ben Hasbrook, instructor and member relations, uh, Ben Hasbrook, one word, at auduboncc.com, that's B-E-N-H-A-S-B-R-O-U-C-K at auduboncc.com, and Mike Gritter, track operations manager and race director, and that's mike.gritter, G-R-I-T-T-E-R, at auduboncc.com.
2: Or even easier than trying to write these down as you listen to them Is to go to the Audubon website Members website And I believe they're listed
1: there com One word mm-hmm. And under resources Then you click on contact And they are all there That would, That is much easier
2: mm-hmm. Well that's why I'm the producer
1: <laughs> It's much easier That's uh, That's right I have a story.
2: Oh, please. Regale.
1: It's a a bad story.
2: Regale in a story.
1: But I'm going to share this bad, bad story so no one else has to ever tell a bad story like I'm about to tell ever again.
2: I'm assuming it's a pretty costly story.
1: It'll ruin your weekend. So, we have spent time with... Professional racing driver, Britt Casey Jr. from the Audubon Country Club. And he told me, never leave your gear, racing gear, in the car at a hotel. Overnight. Overnight. Well, actually. Ex- well, even at lunchtime. Overnight. I wouldn't
2: even. You should always know where it is at all times. <laughs> yeah. Safely.
1: And one of my God. One of my gifts from God, I believe, is my ability to listen to other people. Most, I mean, almost always, if someone tells me, hey, go take Main Street to Jefferson Street, I do exactly that. I don't try to reinvent the wheel. So my son and I head to Road, Atlanta for the SCCA Hoosier Super Tour race this past weekend in uh, North east of Atlanta, and uh, we were staying in Buford, Georgia, at a very nice hotel. Right on the, in the first night, we took all of his safety equipment in, and the next night, it was such a nice hotel, the road was nice, it was on, it was right in the middle of the commercial district, and um, I said, uh, we had so much stuff to haul in, I said, ah, let's just leave it here. You were tired, so we put it, probably. Tired, end of the day, right? We put it on the floorboard of our pickup truck in the back seat. Out of sight. I mean, you couldn't see it, really. And the, the truck has kind of got tinted windows now that I look at it. And then the next morning, thank goodness, we got up early enough to come outside, and we were missing his helmet, Hans device, two race suits, gloves, bella nomex. Gear, chargers for our communication radio. What else? A
2: window. The list?
1: Um, <laughs> You're missing computer, a computer, our race computer, which was probably one of the most expensive things, and a window. Yep. It was uh, parked right next to another member of the Audubon pickup truck. right? we parked right next to each other. Mm-hmm. Safety and numbers did not uh, come to fruition that day, that morning so yeah they broke the driver's side window out um grabbed those two bags which was a, his race helmet and it was a very nice race helmet too it had a little blower in there to circulate air brand new brand new helmet has been worn maybe five or six times brand new comm set up in the helmet and they ransacked the car i'm assuming looking for guns or something um because they went through, you know, a lot of the, you know, the middle and whatever you call that. Prindle. They knew where
2: they were. They knew where they were looking.
1: And uh, just the two bags—that's all we were missing. But it was a lot. So we show up to the racetrack Friday morning without any safety equipment. However, we happen to be with Advanced Autosports, and what a great team! What a great team! Teammates. Um, they were able to get Mitchell some safety equipment altogether. It was all, um, you know, ran over and got it all checked, and, uh, so that he could be legal and get on there, got on the racetrack and practiced. And then we, uh, drove an hour. George's Audubon Country Club, which is called Atlanta Motorsports Park. And they have a full service, full, um, retail shop there. So they were able to help us out; um, They felt bad for us, and we had to buy um, all new equipment and uh, it was an hour away. Race back an hour by the time we got back went through tech again for the second time, third time in two months to get everything all ticked up and uh, Mitchell was out back on the racetrack um, and he was uh, focused and driving so we were able to pull it off thanks to some teammates and everything else I got a new had to drive another hour to get a new windshield moral of the story don't ever leave anything ever in your vehicle ever that was the first time anything had ever got stolen from me so that's my sad story that I hope to share with everybody else to never leave anything in the vehicle ever that you don't want stolen as Kyle Nato, assistant race director says, don't drive your car on a track unless you're willing to push it off a cliff. Don't leave anything in the car unless you're willing to, there was a cliff.
2: Yep. Good. But the positive spin on this is young Mitchell Grabial. It didn't affect him that much. It didn't get in his head. He wasn't flustered. He got back in the car and, and performed. So, you You know. know, think it may have flustered dad a little bit more than it flustered the young driver. The team owner was a little more flustered than the driver, which is always the key. That's why you take the stress, team owner, and the driver is focused on performing, which young driver did.
1: Yeah, Mitchell was uh, stayed focused. I'm still not over it. Can you tell?
2: Yeah, I can. And on another note, I'm going to throw a curveball. Yesterday, I believe the racing league ended
1: i was last night on the 23rd of march yeah long seven seventy 70 minute race or something it was and long we watched quite a bit of it on youtube if you're not watching on the youtube channel it was live streamed with kyle nato as your announcer craig cunningham ben hasbrook were on that show also yeah
2: and uh connor willis one of the carters cardiner extraordinaire down at the uh Cart circuit Autobahn won the whole thing for the the season. Then uh, I think Mike and then Mike Anzaldi and then Hemmelthaler came in third place.
1: That's right for the race season. Uh, mm-hmm. he's, uh, Connor Willis is the I racing champion for the Autobahn Country Club. Uh, uh, Zach Kabinsky won the race last night.
2: I yeah I heard he. But what I saw was he just was like held the you lead made no from
1: mistakes. Yeah. Yeah, no mistakes, yeah. Which is hard uh, for
2: the, for that long period of a race to stay focused, especially on a computer screen.
1: Yeah, my driver was pretty worn out, he said, at the end of it. <laughs> at the end of it. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, Indy 500, driving the new Indy, Indy car. Six races, I think, in the series. If you don't, uh, we did a couple shows last year about racing simulators. You can go back and listen to those in the archive. Join in the fun next year. You can join in the fun tomorrow, I guess, absolutely.
2: So, what do we have on the docket for, uh, since you have a jam-packed show, what's the show about, John?
1: This is an awfully long intro. Uh, The show is, the show this week is about uh, improvements, uh, facility improvements at the track, and also the social calendar. So, the social calendar is jam-packed. That's for sure. There are, I think Ben said, 30 plus events planned for the club And now they will go all over it. I don't want to steal their thunder.
2: So introduce them. (laughs) (laughs) So with that said...
1: Let's welcome Craig Cunningham, Ben Hasbrook, and Mike Gritter on the Audubon Country Club podcast. Welcome to the Audubon Country Club podcast. Uh, I'm John Grable, hosting today's show with... Craig Cunningham say hey Craig hello everyone and Ben Hasbrook Ben say hey
3: how's it going everyone
1: and Mike Gritter hey <laughs> you did I'm say it. the good. only one who
4: followed the directions correctly
1: <laughs> that's right <laughs> that's right well uh uh you guys are I believe all you three guys are at the track right that's yeah. right yep yeah, it's uh March 16th. We're recording this March 16th. Um uh, uh I am not at the track. I'm still way south of the track. And um but I bet you it's nice it's nice weather down here where I am. I guess it's probably nice where you guys are too, I bet you today. Spring has sprung.
4: Well, we're looking at a little ice out the window. We had you know last week was very nice and then Monday little ice storm, so it's it's out there on the grass, but uh, it's melting quickly, and actually I'm looking out the window at the landscapers are actually starting to do some work, so prep is underway to be ready.
1: Outstanding. Um, well, today we want to talk a little bit about what the year has in store for us at the Audubon Country Club, which is quite a year already and we haven't even opened up the gates yet for uh, regular racing so uh craig wanted to you, you have some uh, um kind of an overview or some highlights that you kind of wanted to cover for this year at the audubon country club
0: yeah sure john um well first off it, this is my third season being a player on the uh, audubon management team and uh really excited about that we've got good momentum from the prior two years um even though COVID was a challenge, obviously. But, yeah, we've got some great initiatives going on. One of our bigger ones that will tie into some of the um, topics that Ben has put together is um, we have a new operating system and accounting system called North Star. And it's replacing our old system, which is quite antiquated. It's called Abacus, um, appropriately. And we're moving towards that platform very soon. We're going to start training, and we're looking for an April 1st installation date on the software. Uh, John Cania is our uh, CFO, and he's in charge of that. He's our lead person. Uh, Alan Pertignoli is a project manager, and Ron Davish is also involved on the member app and member website applications. So there's a tremendous amount of effort going into that, and it's going to offer unbelievable conveniences to our members and uh, efficiencies as well for us operationally.
1: And that's called North Star. That's correct. It's a it's a uh, it's a
0: popular uh, club software. So a lot of experience there. A lot of uh, golf club type of uh, applications that can be easily altered. So instead of reserving a tee time, uh, our goal is you'll be able to reserve uh, an instructor or other items on the track or other activities on the track. Uh, be able to reserve. RSVP for events, etc. Again, ties into what Ben and going to talk about. Well, this it, it's a.
1: Will this replace our normal or our normal um, uh, app that we have now?
0: It will, and it'll be much more efficient and easier to use. Um, the screens and the menus, etc. Uh, you have a lot more uh, capabilities, and you could, if you're in a hurry and you're having lunch at the clubhouse and. You can just go to the app, log out, pay right there, and off you go. Um, you can pre-buy some food, which is Peggy's working on some uh, grab-and-go type selections. It'll be really quick.
1: Oh, outstanding.
0: Uh, yeah, there's a lot of efficiencies with it, and you'll be able to do a lot. There'll be a lot more uh, information available. And uh, it's it's really it's really slick, John. And we're really happy to get it uh, moving forward. It's a big change for the club, and I think our members are you notice know, a great improvement right away.
1: Yeah, because that last, um, the Abacus app, that's almost been what at least 10 years probably since you guys have used that one, correct?
0: Uh, We've used it since day one. So it's like a 17-year, well, probably 15 years that we've had it in place. And uh, our accounting guys, uh, God bless them, um, sometimes they had to use an Abacus to generate a report. It was just brutal and uh Our reporting is going to be much better, and uh, even the invoicing and uh, billing to our members will be much better, much cleaner, much more detail. So, yeah, it's a a great investment for the club, and uh, it'll help us operationally as well.
4: Craig, aren't there some features like the buddy check and things like that that members will be able to use?
0: Yeah, uh, once you log in, it'll be a private login. You'll be able to check in on other members, uh, what they're doing, their activities, communicate with them. Uh, you can see who's RSVP'd for events. Um, so the capabilities will really connect members app-wise and uh, and website-wise uh, as well. But, um, yeah, good point, Mike. There's going to be a lot more connectivity and communication between members.
1: So you get to, see, get to see who's there at the club at that point, so you don't have to text them and say, hey, are you here today? You'll be able to know if they're here?
0: I would need to check on that. I would, I would assume so. I'd, yeah, I would check on that before I confirm
1: it. Oh, that's kind of cool. All right. yeah
4: there's there's a lot of features that I think as we go on we'll get more involved in that and, and members will start to pick it up as well too and I, I think it's something it 's a technology that the members are really going to enjoy because it 's going to enhance their experience at the club
1: all right the north star app what 's next yeah,
0: yeah that's a big one
1: after that it's just
0: it 's a laundry list of improvements from Oh man, we've improved all the drainage on the North Road and the South Road. Some uh, issues we've had there that have been lingering, those are all repaired. Um, We're putting up a new starting stand on the South Timing, or South Track. Um, New PA system is coming for our main paddock. Wow. Um, We're going to be redoing the decking on the uh, observation deck on South. Um, Signage throughout the facility. Um, we'll have all new way signage, um, so directional signage, web buildings, et cetera. That'll be all new throughout the entire facility, a lot of new signs as well. Uh, and that's in conjunction with um, our sponsorship arrangement with Haggerty. And Haggerty is uh, moving into the south timing um, second floor area and creating a lounge there that they'll be able to use when it's not being used by Audubon. Um, it's looking really cool. It's going to be a, a good hangout that we can use uh, as well.
1: On the south timing building, you said second story. Is that where the – where is that going to be? Is that outside? No, it's right
0: off the deck. If you were to go pass through the deck, there's that where, where Mike Gritter and team, they'll do their race uh, control, timing, and scoring. Um, but it's also going to be a lounge, but it's not used by, uh, by us. And Agri will have guests and do a lot of events. Um, we're really excited about that partnership. We're off to a good start, and we're going to launch that uh, you know, officially with a lot more events and promotions. And uh, there's some really great things with Agrity They're very cooperative and supportive of what we're doing, and they want to they want to use us as a, a good template of a of a solid you know, partnership in motorsports.
1: Yeah, they're based out of is it Colorado? Is that where their home is?
0: Actually, Traverse City, uh, Michigan. Not, not even close know. to Colorado. Yeah. <laughs> not, no, not even beautiful. close. <laughs> it is beautiful up there. You might get a Colorado feel. Um, <laughs> absolutely beautiful up there. But uh, they have a wonderful team. We've been working with them. Ron Davish has done a great job with that relationship. And um, it's, we're really excited about that. And there's a lot of positive, positive things that are going to grow and help the club and grow the club. That's, that's just a few. I mean, boy, it's a long list and might get hit a few um, as far as track and other things we're doing. But uh, I think those are primary ones that you've got to be uh, aware of. And, um, you know, we're looking at real estate development plans and give vision pictures that uh, we're also working on. Uh, I think there's
4: some fun Let me interrupt. For those who may not know, Craig, could you uh, maybe it'd be worth it to explain? What Haggerty does and why why they'd have to be interested in a place like us. Well, you know, uh, yeah. member?
0: Yeah, thanks, Mike. That's a good idea. Haggerty, um, real briefly, started out its family-owned business doing uh, classic car, antique car insurance, and that business has grown and grown, and they've really moved themselves into a, a motorsports uh, type of insurance company as well, and a motorsports promotional company. And supporting our industry so um, they um, track track day insurance they've got a lot of different offerings that they have that could be a benefit to our members but they're um, they're, they're just a wonderful motorsports supportive family-owned business and uh, you'll see a lot of Hagerty on uh, LinkedIn Facebook uh, they're doing TV shows on Motor Trend so there's a lot of things that we can tie into as as uh, we launch that partnership
1: yeah they send out a great um, I keep uh I can't tell you how many cars I have with Haggerty um, dozen maybe and they just do a great job and I look at their email uh, they send out an email I don't know if it's every day but um, uh, they have some great stories um, but yeah I think they do I think they do a great job so uh, uh, I mean everybody that I know uses them and with particularly, I mean, I'm sure we'll get somebody from Haggerty on to, to detail exactly what, uh, um, you know, a, agreed upon value is when you're getting a car insurance and uh, for, especially for an antique car and classic car and why that's so important. And, um, and then detail, you know, what opportunities are, you know, again, for insurance just around the track uh, on days that they would off, be able to offer that. So, yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. That's a big deal. Yeah, I think
4: they're, they're very active on social media too. And they've really been making a strong push to get involved in motorsports. So if you're on social media, you see them all over involved in lots of stuff. So yeah, we're, we're really happy to be, um, have them on board.
1: Hey, let's bring up Ben in here. Ben, can you tell us a little bit about just going back to the, to the app, the, the Northstar program, what, uh, from your standpoint, uh, did, uh, uh, what, what are your thoughts in that?
3: So, yeah, addition really, to the in club? an effort to better communicate with members, you know, members' time is really valuable. So, we're kind of coming out, and we'll kind of go over a few different things here. We're coming out with a social calendar for all the different social events this year. So, we're really hoping to use that app to kind of reach out uh, to members to really inform them as well as have them RSVP. And um, just generally better communicate with everybody about what's going on out here and also kind of what with what mike was talking about also with social media connor and i uh craig's son who does a lot of our filming and social hubs of social media we're going to be working on things to kind of make some more videos and kind of social media posts to kind of once again better reach out and better inform people about different activities out at the club and things you can do and we actually kind of with the calendar that we have as of now we have 30 plus events planned out for the whole year ranging from parties to special dinners to trap shooting again which we're really going to build that up and just kind of all across the boards a movie night and so it should be a lot of fun we got a lot of different things planned for this year and the app's really going to help us let people know what's going on out here when there's some on-track things as well so We'll be doing a track cross again, which I don't know if Mike wants to give any details on that. We got some off roading events, and it could be a really, really fun year.
1: Yeah, what's the first uh, event? So we open up April 1st, which I believe is a th- uh, Thursday. Is that right, guys? Mm-hmm. Wednesday? Thursday? Thursday, yes. Yeah, Thursday. Uh, what's the first, what would be consider the first social event? taking place. Well, first here.
3: Social event work because we are kind of rolling out, we want to give some people some time to take in the date um to start, as well as to kind of get used to how the app works. So the first date will be on um April eleventh we'll be doing a trap shooting event that evening. And then our first party kind of thing of the year will actually be May first. We're actually going to do a Kentucky Derby party. So We'll kind of have a mix of just kind of like I said shooting things outdoor activities but also kind of have some dinners and some parties up at the clubhouse and the patio again so I think we have six or seven different special themed like continental themed um dinners that we're going to do on late the first late night Thursday of each month we're going to try and do about six patio parties throughout the season kind of pairing those up with some of the racing dates and hopefully get some members to kind of come out and play some music. Some of the members that are musicians as well. And a couple golf days in there again, we did a golf outing last year that everybody that went had a really good time. And we're going to do those on Mondays so that uh, some of the employees can get out and have fun with the members and kind of interact with everybody and team up some of the management people with each uh, kind of a team of golfers. And then we come back here for dinner.
4: Two golf outings scheduled, right?
3: yeah so we actually got one in June and one in August, so kind of spacing we really tried to also just space things out really well so that it's a couple of events each month and a couple of the different things so that if you miss one, you've hopefully got a good chance at making another two. But getting those dates out early we'll be releasing that calendar really soon, so getting those dates in front of people early in the season you'll know from the beginning of the season till the end of the season when those parties are when those events are and should make a big difference.
4: John, I was just going to say, I think that's one thing that's uh, going to be different going into this year is a lot of times we plan these social events as the year would go on. Now you'll see a whole social calendar and you can you can put them in and you can plan the rest of your season around them. So, you know, all the way through October when these social events are happening. So that's going to be a big plus for everybody.
3: And yeah. another thing to mention, something we're going to do around Oktoberfest is we're going to do a, um, silent auction for charities so if people want to start thinking about um things that they can maybe donate to that silent auction um we'll we'll end up kind of doing a silent auction at the end of the year and donating to charity a local charity which we think will be really cool and good way to give back to our local community of joliet
1: but there's three big weekends there's uh, spring fast uh, summer Fast, also, is that right? And then October Fast. Are they all named Fast? Is Springtime that right? Speed I Fest, think like a...
4: Festival of Speed and October Fast. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: Festival of Speed, Spring, what's the spring one called?
4: Springtime Speed Fest.
1: Springtime Speed Fest, and the summer one is Festival of Speed. Festival of Speed, and then uh, the October one is October Fest. So there's three main uh, events that uh, are they're so jam-packed they're so wonderful i know that that's one of the in addition to the racing schedule that the gray Beal family puts together we put together uh those main in addition to the there's usually racing those weekends so that's already always booked together and we try to you know get those checked off i'm i'm personally super excited about the uh kentucky derby i've never been to the kentucky derby yet but uh, we usually have uh, a big party at my house and looks like that party might be moved to uh the audubon country club nice. and uh i keep a, a a ongoing open uh account with twin spires for betting i'm i'm i get on the bandwagon for kentucky derby only once a year horse racing once a year and i love it uh but i i really get involved in the kentucky derby and so if, um anybody wants a place a bet i got a uh, an account all set up and it's just ready to go. So
0: <laughs> of sound like a bookie, John,
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we have a lot of fun. We have a lot of fun with that. Um, uh, one, uh, uh,
4: one big difference in the festival weekends that you were talking about is during festival speed, we're going to do all the racing on Saturday. Again. So we do that on October fast where we, and you know, it's our final, you know, points races and all that stuff. Um, but it's so popular that we're going to do the same thing for Festival of Speed. Saturday will be a full day of racing, dinners afterwards, etc. cetera. So uh, Festival of Speed will have a really good feel as well to it.
1: Outstanding. Outstanding. Um, ben, I'm going to have you back on the show so we talk a little bit more about uh, the trap shooting, which I um, <laughs> I was just talking to my son Mitchell about how Ammunition is so hard to come by except for shotgun shells. Shotgun shells are plentiful and still cheap. So, uh, we were literally yesterday trying to find a place where we could skeet shoot and uh, trap shoot down here where I am. And, uh, you know, back home, I, well, and, you know, when we, when we were up in Illinois, we just go out our backyard. And I've always dreamt of building my own skeet uh, towers. So, um, but, uh, until I would be ha- more than happy to help lay the block for the skeet towers, um, at the yeah, Audubon country club, as
3: and that really took off last year. I mean, we had done a couple of events in past <laughs> years, but last year just kind of doing it consistently, we had good turnout and we're hopefully going to kind of keep growing that quite a bit this year. So, um, Joe Griffin, who does our tech stuff, um, for all the racing series he's he helps out a lot with that as he's a certified uh range safety officer so he really helps me out with that a lot and we're going to hopefully keep growing that adding some machines kind of finding a way to really teach people how to do it how to do it safely and just kind of hopefully with any like start making it really competitive too so we'll start keeping score and so people can start giving their friends a hard time and kind of keep the competition going even off track out here (laughs) all right another thing to note what that is too is that even if you don't have a gun or you don't have ammo on you come out and check it out and a lot of the times people are pretty generous out here they'll let you try it and we kind of at the towards the end of the year last year we kind of set up a beginner's area where people were able to just kind of give it a shot so if you haven't done it before don't be afraid of it come out check it out and more than likely, somebody will give you a, a chance at, at doing it. And if, if you like it, you can keep joining all the events in the future.
1: Yeah. Um, I know that uh, either myself or my son Mitch will be there. So if anybody needs a, a shotgun or ammo or something, uh, just, you know, get with me or something. Say, I might want to try this. And, uh, and Same, we'll same goes for me. I always
3: bring extra for people to give it a shot.
1: Yeah. Um, well, I'm going to take
3: you guys uh, up on...
0: Um, <laughs> Last time I trap shot was in 1984, and it uh, was also the same day I did chewing tobacco. Um,
1: <laughs> it didn't work out well, John. Either one didn't work out well?
0: <laughs> well, I, I was pretty good at shooting. I, my shooting was actually really good until I got dizzy.
3: For you specifically, do not forget the cocktails come after the <laughs> clay. Yes, I
0: enjoy good cocktails. Yeah. <laughs> And John, I know music is near and dear to your heart, and a lot of what Ben's been talking about, we had some great talent here last last oh year. Oh my
1: gosh, yeah. Yeah.
0: I'm glad you enjoyed it. And, uh, those guys will be coming back, and we have several other new artists we're going to bring in. And then, as they had mentioned, we got a couple member bands that would like to uh, to play as well. So it's going to be a good lineup of music this year, which, uh, you know me, I love a good patio party with live music, man. That's, uh, we're going to have some good times
3: and. And those, and those Mike, will all be on the calendar, so people can plan yeah, Ben and Mike
0: have done a good job of planning and try to, uh, to your point, John, plan around the other race schedules. And uh, Mike is very aware of the other race schedules, and Ben, and they pay attention to that so that our members don't try to minimize conflicts. So, um, yeah, looking forward to it, and I just want to mention that music aspect of what's coming this year.
4: I was going to say, those who may not have attended one of the patio parties last year, uh, they were... They were outstanding. They were so much fun. Uh, the live music outside and the atmosphere and everything was just out of this world. So really looking forward to planning more of those.
1: Yeah, I, I'm, I know that uh, from when I started, uh, I mean, this is maybe our fifth season. I'm not quite sure. Uh, the social aspect of the club is equally important to me uh, and, and my wife uh that's you know as opposed to just the car driving, so I think it's it's a world of difference in it than it was, and uh you know I welcome it, I love it, and you I know you guys are working really hard, especially you know the club closes in November, and I don't think you guys stop doing anything and to be able to plan all this stuff. I know it takes a lot of work and a lot of coordination and a lot of effort and you know and like you mentioned you know trying to coordinate all the other races even some of the other bigger races that maybe not even taking place at the Audubon. i know you guys think about those things and try to try to coordinate that to 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 free up those weekends there's a lot of, of balls in the air that you are juggling i'm sure
0: yeah that's, that's a lot of balls in the air um i was gonna let mike uh elaborate on one piece that i didn't share with you on what's coming in in 2021 that has to do with uh some infrastructure we're putting in place and it'll support uh, a new camera system that we're looking at mike you want to give a little background on that
4: yeah so we've been researching this for years um, and we've we've visited a couple other tracks that have full camera systems particularly the one one down in miami and we just had another meeting yesterday and we're going to be moving forward putting the infrastructure in place uh, for this camera system and uh, we have, have a goal of possibly having up and running by Oktoberfest, and with this camera system, it's, it's going to change the game around here for, for operations, but also being able to stream races, uh, having a feed into the clubhouse, uh, so it's, it's an elaborate system, uh, 16 cameras around the whole track, so we'll have coverage over the whole track. The feeds that we'll get in, we can use uh, for race control, for review purposes, safety purposes. Um, but our ability to stream these races is really going to be a neat thing. And it's going to be unique. Uh, and it's really going to set us at another level, we think. And that's, that's the goal of what we're trying to do.
0: Yeah, speaking of levels, Mike, uh, I learned yesterday from this uh, technology company that was here that uh, Mike and his team had put together the electronic flag system many years ago and there are still tracks that are saying uh can we do a system like Autobahn's? and uh, i just learned this yesterday that we were on the forefront of all the electronic flagging systems and when we had this camera system we're going to be on the forefront again and uh yeah it was it was really cool to see a technology guy give us some some kudos for uh, the directions we're taking good job by this team
4: yeah it fits in a bit with what autobahn is i mean autobahn was the first dedicated motorsports country club in North America. And we've been referred to as the grandfather of motorsports clubs. And so why, why stop there? We were the first ones to to do this. We're the first ones to put the digital flags up. We'll be the first motorsports club with a full camera system to this level for sure. So we, we want to stay in front of everybody and, and be that cutting edge.
1: Yeah, so uh, Craig, can I just uh – so a few years ago, I think it was uh, not last year, so it was 20, so 2019, there was a, a member building committee, and they came out with a big uh, presentation that was some of the uh, underground infrastructure that needed to be updated, and in addition to that, the cart, uh, cart circuit um, development and the facilities down there. We, uh, you guys had a, we had a survey that the members all filled out. Is that, so the, the members building committee, is that, are they still actively meeting and, and what's the status of that? Is there, is there any, any changes that have came out from that survey and,
0: uh, well, that, that committee was disbanded after it completed its mission.
1: Okay. Um, Okay.
0: So the idea of having another committee is, is definitely on the docket. We're doing some new state planning and ideas, but we do need uh, input from members on um, a new product, if you will, Um, for overnight stays. uh, Rental-type products are a little bigger than the garages we currently have. Um, There's there's an opportunity to form another committee to address that. That committee did a great job on the renovation of the the clubhouse, the cart track, and uh, the infrastructure we've been working on, um, you know it's all the stuff you don't see. We got all new air conditioning units here and we did different things electricity wise. We're adding a new transformer out over by the new the new hill as we call it, the Pavilion Hill, um which is the viewing over there is going to be phenomenal. And um so member input's always appreciated, John. We'll get another team together once we have some ideas to run past them and then we can uh, get more input.
1: Okay, outstanding. Thanks for that. Up- thanks for that update. Um the Pavilion Hill, what, what, what is that? Is that?
4: Go ahead, Mike. Well, so the area behind South 3, there was that big open area, and we had some fill that had been dumped in there, and there was some other things that were stored there, and it was kind of a big eyesore. And uh, so many people may have noticed at the end of last year, we groomed that out. It's all been seeded now. I'm actually staring at it out the window. It's ice-covered right now, but... I guarantee within a couple weeks it's going to be fully green and restored and it's going to be an excellent area if you go up on top of that mound you can see so much of South track um, to the backside from 6 8 ten etc it's going to be a great viewing area and we'll see how that develops in that area we're also going to build an RC track so behind the back side of that hill in the lower area out of the wind, um, in a protected area, we're going to build an RC track, and it's a uh, it's a bit of a, a it's a bit of an arrangement we have with the owner of the Joliet uh, motocross track that's only about 10 minutes from here. So he's going to build us an RC track, and uh, he's got some uh, friends in the RC business, leisure time hobbies, etc. So that should be a, a really good addition there, and kids, families can go down there and run their RC cars. So that'll be part of that hill. But also part of what we're arranging is with the motocross track. Is we're going to do two off-road parties over at the motocross track, so members can go. It's going to be a private party for Autobahn guys. Bring your four wheelers, your, four-wheelers, your uh, you know your dirt bikes, your razors, things like that. Probably won't be able to bring you know four by four jeeps and things like that. But uh, that'll be a good time. It'll just be Autobahn guys. We'll have the motocross track to ourselves. And we can just goof around and do whatever we want, and it's only about ten minutes from here, so that'll be fun. But back to the hill, so we'll see how that plays out. We're going to have an RC track down there. We've got the viewing up there. It's all smoothed out, so we could have car shows up there, social activities. Uh, we'll, we'll see how that plays out, and we'd, we'd love input from the members of ideas of what we can do with that space because it's it's a really great area in the property with viewing. Um, it's set away from a little bit uh, from other things a little bit. There'll be times when we may reserve it for a corporate event. Times it may be reserved for a member area. Maybe we'll open it up uh, when it's not being used to public who's here for another event, so they can view their event. So there's a lot of possibilities there. It's going to be fun.
3: And while we're while we're on that, we actually do have a couple of social events that we're planning. There, we're going to try and do a uh, camping night. So uh, later in the season, there's actually going to be a karting race that is happening at night, and we're going to try, uh, hopefully weather permitting, to do a little camping night over there for families to kind of go and hang out over on the hill, maybe have a bonfire and things like that, get to hang out for the night. So hopefully we'll get to do some cool things over there. This yeah, we
0: actually, we actually picked up four acres, John. So there's four acres of seed that went down, um, and there's and it's tiered, so you can do the viewing and different levels and car uh, shows, et cetera. But we picked up a lot of space, uh, four acres of seeded grass, and then the uh, the RC track, remote control car track, is going to be it's it's could be cool, very impressive.
4: Yeah,
1: yeah, I know that the the, the my son and his buddies, uh, kids, I call them, but uh, they're they're they really got uh, our excitement into you know car racing. We we just bought. Uh, we have a little lake here and, uh, we just picked up some RC boats so that we don't have any, a lot of land down where I am right now. But, uh, we've been zipping around the, the uh, the pond with RC boats. I'm sure we're the first crazy family that decides to bring uh speed boats into the, the little, uh, <laughs> into the <sighs> lake here. So, uh, um, yeah, we have a pond too. Maybe we need to have some RC racing, racing in, uh, in the yeah. pond there too, right? <laughs>
4: Yeah, one of the things we've always talked about is uh, developing a walk path to the pond that's back there. Uh, it's hidden back there. Not everybody knows it's there, but some RC boat racing on the pond would be a lot of fun.
3: <laughs> There's some fish in there, too, for anybody that does want to trek out there. But
4: Absolutely.
3: last time I did that walk, I caught more ticks than I caught fish. So <laughs>
4: <laughs> Further development needed
1: yeah so i you know i saw the uh the mound the hill the development going on over on that area so uh so if you come uh into the roundabout turn left by the cafe as you go into the car track take the first right the stop sign there and you keep going straight that's where you run into it so it's kind of it's kind of right next to um the uh trailer parking on the on the north side of it and that's a pretty uh awesome awesome place and the. Uh, I didn't know the exact details of it, but I'm very excited about that too. You guys did a great job of, uh, of really. I think that was a big part of to go to jump back to the to the um, members committee that that was involved in the in the survey. I think that's one of the things that they had talked about and mentioned. And now that uh, the, the members got to put their input into that, and looks like you guys listened and uh, gave us another great place. So thanks.
3: Yeah, that's great. And another thing to mention is is obviously keep an eye out on for the new North Star for other updates and talk around the track still, because with any luck we'll keep adding. We So we have 30-plus events on the social calendar now, but with any luck we'll keep adding some little events here and there, and I think that hill is going to be a really cool place to try and do some pop-up events and things like that throughout the season. So we'll yeah. keep coming up and creating new things hopefully throughout the season. It doesn't stop here, obviously. <laughs>
4: Ben, you had mentioned the camping night is like a new addition to the social calendar. Are there other new things uh, that we should mention, like the Thursday night passport thing? What are some of the new things on there that maybe members haven't seen yet?
3: Yeah, so we're going to kind of be building a, kind of a there, – there's going to be, hopefully, with any luck, some benefits to going to all these social events. We want people to get out in the club and meet new people and really use not just the race and the track, but kind of socialize with all these like-minded people. So like I had mentioned earlier, we're going to have uh, the first Thursday of every month. We're going to kind of do a themed dinner, which will include food from a different country. So a couple of different, like a tasting menu from a different country. And something we're um, trying to implement is is a kind of member passport. So if you go to different garages or you go to these different social events, maybe you get like a stamp or signed off or something. And at the end of the year, we can try to find a way to give back to members and some way for whether you're the person that went the most or you went to every event, you know, it's kind of a cool cool way to give back to people and really keep them coming out to all these different events, too. And um, we're also going to try and do some off-site uh, things here and there. So, we've, like last year, we started doing the uh, golf outings, you know, we're going and doing the off-roading or rather motocross Um, While I'm on that, we do have another off-road tour kind of in the middle of summer that will also lead into trap shooting, but that will be kind of a more, think of it more of a tour. It's not a free-for-all, do-whatever. It's much more of a get-to-see-some-places-of-the-track that in a way that you haven't seen before, Um, and then we'll lead over to uh, trap shooting from there. Um, We're hoping to do a brewery tasting, and kind of go to a brewery at some point towards the end of the season. Um, so that will be listed on the uh, calendar. So there's there's quite a few new things that we'll hopefully get to do. And, and but once again, keep keep an eye out for any pop up things because we'll keep doing new things. Obviously. Um,
1: yeah. Just to to mention any of the, the listeners or new people, particularly new people who want to get involved in these, feel free to email me at uh, podcast at dot com. And either myself or producer Mark McFarlane, we will be glad to meet you guys uh, at the clubhouse um, and introduce you to other people or just to hang out with us. So that is one of the things that uh, my wife Heidi and I are, are big on is trying to get all the new people to feel comfortable coming in. And don't worry if you don't know anybody, because if you know my voice, uh, we will be glad to sit with you and have dinner with you and have drinks and talk about stuff. Uh, at any time so if you're uh, new and um, you uh, are going to one of these new events and you want to, uh, uh, to hang out podcast at auduboncc.com will get me and uh, producer mark and we'll we'll figure out a time and, and how we're going to hook up so uh, we welcome everybody uh, into the club so that they feel right at home from day one
4: <laughs> fantastic john
0: yeah john you're a good example of uh member support participation and uh we thank you for doing the podcast and everything else and being the ambassador for audubon um you and your family and Mark as well and his family. So yeah, thanks a lot. That's it's more member involvement is is our goal and improving the member experiences while they're here is is the big goal and and Ben's uh taking a lead on a lot of those aspects with our
4: team. So thanks.
1: All right. Well as we uh as we wrap this up uh Mike, anything you'd like to add or anything we didn't cover?
4: Well, I think it's worth saying that um, Ben worked very closely with Kyle to develop his calendar. He worked very closely with Peggy.
1: Kyle Kyle Nato, who is our um, assistant track director. Peggy uh, Gertis is the uh, chef, our, our fantastic, wonderful chef.
4: Yes. So um, they really put a lot of effort into this calendar, and they looked at all different aspects, and... It's a big effort to try and get all these pieces together, but I think the, the members are going to benefit from them because I think we have a fantastic year coming. Obviously, I love all the racing side of things, uh, but the social stuff that's coming this well is going to be – it's going to be a step above anything we've ever done, I think.
1: Hmm. Ben, is any parting words for everybody?
3: Um, I guess I have one uh, little plug to do. Um, if you haven't signed up or if you need to, Remember to go ahead and sign up for the upcoming racing uh, school. So that is going to be on April 8th and 9th. So if you need to get your racing license this year, go ahead and reach out to one of us and sign up for that. Um, but otherwise, yeah, not really. It should be a really fun year.
1: All right. And uh, we'll finish up with you, Craig. Um, any uh, any last words here for our listeners?
0: Uh, no, just, just a, a thank you. Thanks for the member support. It got us through the, uh, the COVID uh, crisis, if you will. And we had a very good year last year. So thanks to our members for supporting the club. And we'll, we'll be giving back. And uh, we're 15 days away from a green flag. So uh, <laughs> we have a lot of work to do. So thank you, though, John.
1: All right. Well, thanks, everybody. And uh, I'm your host, John Graybill. Thanks, everybody, for listening to the Audubon Country Club podcast. We'll see you on the next show.
0: You've been listening to Autobahn Country Club Podcast, where your host, club member John Graybill, opens the doors to America's premier auto sports club. Join us next time for Autobahn Country Club Podcast.